Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hello. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of uh, Rick and Morty, The Rick, the Ricks Must Be Crazy. Uh, the, as always, our Rick and Morty discussions are not suitable for all audiences, um, younger audience, they might be explicit and stuff, uh, in accordance with the show that we are discussing. Uh, the rest of this, of the Overly Animated podcast are appropriate for all viewers. Uh, you can find out everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com, and we discuss Rick and Morty every week. Uh, spoilers for this episode in all of Rick and Morty. Delaney, what did you think of The Ricks Must Be Crazy? I loved this episode. This episode was awesome. The title didn't make sense again. <laughs> Elaborate on loving it. Oh, it's just so good. And it was like, we've talked about um, the Scary Terry episode a lot. And for me, this episode's better than Scary Terry simply because, like, I enjoy this concept more. Like, it was very um, Doctor Who-y and, like, just... And the beep, I, I, I don't even know if it really was a B-plot, but, like, the B-plot with Summer was amazing. And it was just so, like, it was so terrible and great. Yeah. And, like... And just having more summer is always good. Even though even though we left summer, like <laughs> summer had this really great B plot, and which I guess kind of got into summer's character a little bit, and also was just really funny because this sassy spaceship, and it was just and like you know whole dealing with like protocols, trying to work around them, and like I don't know the, this this episode just had all sorts of different tropes that we worked around. It was just really interesting, and then and we've talked about before how they take a concept. They like keep going with it. Like the concept of this episode was amazing, and they just like kept going with it. It was just so great. Like yes, all the universes inside the universes is awesome. Yeah, I agree. This is a good example of the show uh, of like what the show does best. It like takes an interesting initial concept and then it just like extends it to an absurd level. Um, but I actually think that that was the B plot um, and not the A plot this week. Uh, like I think this is the best B plot we've we've uh, seen on the show the plot with the with summer in the spaceship like it was great and uh it was so good just really absurd because like i forgot that they were on an alternate earth and then at the end we get this uh spider telepathic spider <laughs> peace treaty and uh that it makes more sense if you remember the things that uh, rick says in the beginning but uh that b plot's so good I and mean, the a plot is very good too uh i think that like this, I think that this is the show trying to do its um, take take uh, take it further than the audience might expect thing, um, but it maybe doesn't go. Uh, it's like it's interesting because my reaction to this episode is it's very good. It's the second best episode this season, um, and it's very funny. But uh, it, it's like I almost expected where it's not that I knew where the plot was going, but I wasn't like super surprised by the depths that we went to. So it's like either I'm getting used to the show, um, which is a possible problem uh, for the show moving forward, or um, or like this uh, this a plot just didn't go as deep as maybe it seems like because uh, every it does move very fast and like we have the initial layer, then we go into the next layer and then we kind of just do stuff in the after that next layer um and i don't know it just all seems very um expected probably because it's just the it's just a rehashing of the previous layer you know like uh yeah which is is good because they did really interesting things with that with uh like the 
the um, this different form of slavery type thing and mimicking the dialogue, and uh, it was it was clever and stuff. But uh, I guess uh, I was maybe ultimately not um, just blown away conceptually by where they went, like I am sometimes with the show. What do you think of that? Well, I think I mean the concept itself. I think lends to that as a micro universe, and it's like, oh, this would make sense, and we you know that we're gonna like. I'm not saying that you could have predicted this necessarily like going into the episode, but like obviously we're going into a micro universe and they mentioned another scientist. Like, okay. Like that just seems like, I don't know. Like one, it's a natural progression of like society and like, like this is what happens. So, I mean, I don't really think it's necessarily a problem for this show because we do have really weird concepts that just happen all the time. And maybe it is because we've had the inception episode and we like, after inception like anything that's like that at all we're just like it's inception i know what's going to happen next because like we've had that thing over and over and it's been parodied in everything ever and everyone's seen inception and so i think it's i think it's more of that and just being like familiar with that i don't really want to call it a trope but like that like device at this point so and because we've had the scary terry episode i just think inherently that was just that's not not necessarily a problem but it's just a um characteristic of this um, concept that they were playing with, you know, the micro universe. Yeah, yeah, that's a it's a good and point. We, uh, maybe maybe it's not so much that I'm getting used to them taking things to an absurd level. Maybe it's just this thing within a thing within a thing concept. Maybe it's just too similar to the yeah. Inception episode. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's really it's literally the Inception episode. It's just like a different like this is like the more sci fi version of it than the like scary Terry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's that's fine. Like I, I do ultimately think this was a very strong episode. Uh, do you do you agree with me? This is the second best episode this season. Um, yes, I would say that. I was I, I would I hesitate a little bit because I almost this might be my favorite episode this season. Okay, like, I just love this concept. Like I just love this episode. It was so great, and like the B plot is just so good, like super solid B plot. And like I, we really ha- we've been complaining here and there, you know, like oh this B plot wasn't as good as, so I think you know this episode kind of has it all. Like it's a really good A plot. I mean maybe maybe it's a little tiresome since we've had Scary Terry and like oh it's Inception blah blah blah, but it's a really strong A plot. Like it ha- it hits all the points I think. Like it hits all the highs and lows and like you know what you expect from an episode. And then we have a really solid B plot. So I think like overall like it's a really really good episode and like you know it just has all the strengths you know that are there and what we'd want from an episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like Total Recall is episode four of the season is the one I would say is the strongest. And that one didn't have a B plot. This one, it makes best use of the typical episode structure of Rick and Morty. Uh, and I just think it succeeds a lot. One thing maybe too is that I, do, I can't rem- look at this, uh, remember this episode and think of one super standout gag from it. Like um, it was a lot of really solid funny stuff, but I can't remember one thing that just uh, blew me away. Well, the episode itself is kind of a gag, like the whole concept of the episode. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, the gag, the spaceship itself was just a really funny gag also. Yeah, it that's like the kept... concept, yeah. Yeah, so maybe, maybe I think that's, maybe that is what like, the really good strength of this episode is that like, maybe it doesn't really have a standout gag, but because the concepts are so good in this episode that they're like running gags and it's like the concept itself is just so funny. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a valid point. I think maybe these are, this is the strongest conceptual episode. That's very possible. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's go through some of the, the details and the jokes and stuff and uh, say the joke, rehash the jokes from the episode, laugh at them as as per how you discuss a uh, comedy show. Um, 
and then maybe we'll get a clearer vision of um, the overall quality. So we start off on um, an alternate version of Earth right away, and uh, they introduce it by it's an Earth that has a uh, Ball Fondlers movie franchise. They, so great. They seem to keep wanting to bring Ball Fondlers back, and, and I'm glad. Of, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. fine with running gags. The three qualities Rick points out about this Earth are as they have giant telepathic spiders. Um, which I forgot about until they came back then. <laughs> they have 11 911s, uh, which is, uh, I don't they That's the one they don't talk about again, but. Yeah. Just 11 911s, not 9 911s. Okay, interesting. And then the best ice cream in the multiverse. This seems, I don't know, this is like very Rick, Rick things to point out about the, the differences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised he pointed out the giant telepathic spiders, to be honest. Let's let's talk about 11 9-11s. Is this 11 terrorist events on 9-11 different years? Or is this just things that are colloquially referred to as 9-11s? That's, I mean, it has to be either way. I don't know. And, and I'm assuming it's the spiders, like the spiders are doing these things. So, I mean... That's a good point. Are the spiders the terrorists in... Uh... Yeah, do we have, like, a war on terror, but it's a war on telepathic spiders? That's a good point. And then we get to the end of the episode, and he's like, I think that's a fair price to pay for spider peace. <laughs> so, which also another, like, that was a really quality line. Yeah. But I think that might be it. I think we I think we had spiders, like, and we've just been at war with the spiders for a really long time. Well, the, sounds like well the president points out that um, the spiders use their telepathic abilities to lure people into webs and then for later consumption so i don't know i don't know if they have terrorist attacks on top of that what's the defining what what defines a 9-11 is it a a plane into a building is it taking place on 9-11 like is it just like the, the sheer like shock and terror of it all we're thinking like, a lot we're, of factors. We're thinking about this throw line, throwaway line way too much, but I feel like these questions I mean, must be asked. No, I mean, there's. I mean, well, when we think about it, I mean, we've had like one nine eleven, and it's like we were, and we talk about it all the time, and which as we should, but like we don't really refer to other things as a nine eleven. So I don't really know how to take this line. <laughs> how do you have all, How do you have more than one nine eleven? Much less yeah. eleven nine elevens. Yeah, yeah, that's my question. Yeah, Maybe that's that's the true beauty of this throwaway line is there's so many different ways to talk about it. Like it's, it's just that's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, the they get into the ship and there's uh, problems with the battery and Morty says, "Is it the quantum carburetor?" And Rick says, "You can't just add a sci-fi word to a car word and hope it means something." <laughs> So that's another great line. Yeah, that that he says microverse battery. Yeah, and he says microverse battery. <laughs> so good. I think that this is like parroting the uh, flux capacitor, right? This that's definitely yeah. what this is. Yeah. It's definitely what it is. Uh, oh man. From uh, of course, from yeah, from uh, Back to the Future. Um, it's microverse battery, and uh, Rick warns Summer to ignore all thoughts that feel spidery, and. I, I, again, I forgot this on the first viewing when I was watching it live, but that's, yeah. Uh, what's a spidery thought? That's what I was going to ask. I don't know. Is it like, man, I really want to go into that dark, like, forest over there? <laughs> I don't know. Something like. That web like, seems really the appealing. That's a, that's a spidery line. Spidery thought. Stay yeah. away from the basilisk. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,. Let's, uh, okay, so then we, uh, okay, we get the whole keep summer safe introduction thing, and we get the beginnings of the B-plot, um, 
when the thing cuts the guy into like cubes. Itty bitty pieces. And the other guy's like, that's my daughter's pediatrician. Which is really random. (laughs) And uh, the other guy, and he paralyzes him, and Summer's like, I don't feel safe, right? You know, she's like, don't hurt him, or don't kill him. (laughs) The spaceship's like, okay. I do like the literal, the literal spaceship, right? That's great. The literal spaceship is... Have we heard the uh, Rick's ship's voice before? I don't think so. So this is like the first time we're hearing, like, it's like we're hearing the TARDIS's voice. Yeah, that was like, this is like a dark, the doctor's wife. This is the doctor's wife, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's from Doctor Who. Uh, okay, so now we're inside the battery in the A-plot, and then we'll get do all the B-plot stuff at once at the end. But uh, Morty's confused where they are, and Rick's like, remember eight seconds ago when I said we're going to go inside the battery, and now I'm like, wow, this wasn't expected at all. And that was great. I love this entire thing. No, no, that was so good. And then Morty's like... Where he's like, all right, I get it. We're inside the battery. You don't have to bust my balls. <laughs> so good that whole exchange like the, the dialogue in this episode is just really good it's very good yeah you have to all right i get it you don't have to bust my ball <laughs> good it's like that kind of the sassiest rick has been <laughs> kind of just like, making fun of like rehashing where people are inside tv shows right yeah, yeah. good uh the morty there's morty says that um this, the Rick talks about the entire concept of uh, an entire universe inside of Ray. By the way, this this initial concept is just absurd. Like, it's so good. It, but we get past it very quickly because the episode moves he past it very fast. He made an entire universe to power his car. Yeah. What a Rick thing to do. I mean, I feel like this is kind of an addressing a plot hole from the show, which is like, how does this uh, spaceship car uh, have enough power to do things? But so now yeah. this is a very good explanation for that. Yeah, now we know. Yeah. Uh, it's a bad, yeah, it's, uh, so this is like slavery with extra steps, says Morty, and Rick says, ooh la la, someone's gonna get laid in college. Another good line. A plus, yeah. As I sit and watch this in my college dorm room. <laughs> Are you Morty in college, is that what you're saying? I mean, I hope not. Why do you hope not? I mean, I hope I'm a little up, like, a little, little, a few steps above Morty here. Why, you don't come, well, what's wrong with Morty? I mean... He's a little clueless sometimes. He was really good in this episode, though. So he, he makes he qu- very quickly adapts to uh, the tree people. And it feels like he's sure. very capable here. In this, because he had to. He did have to, yeah. Uh, and they put on antenna, and he says people need to think we're aliens, um, which is hilarious because they're humans. Yeah, it doesn't make and sense because they things. already look different from them. Why do they need like, to put on? It's such like Rick, like what even Rick? What do you? What is this dumb concept? You already look different from them. Why do you need to put on these uh, things? Why did these people inside the battery develop, uh, evolve to look like this? That's a good. I guess. Well, I mean, I guess it's just different habitats and things. Like, however they create it. If you can create an infinite universe inside of inside of anything, then how do we know that we're not just a universe inside of something? I mean, we could be. We don't know. I guess that's what this episode addresses, right? Like, yeah. they don't know that they are, the other people. No idea. Uh, it's like when people joke, it's like, am I a Sims? That when I forget things, someone clicks it off. I'm pretty sure you're the only one that jokes about that. Uh, no, other people do, <laughs> I promise. Okay, I'll take Send asks and be like, yes, I know what Delaney's talking about. Yeah, sure. I'm sure people are saying that, yeah. Yeah, uh, they are. They, sure. Uh, Rick says, you have to, Morty, you have to wait for the slow ramp. Uh, it really gets their dicks hard. 
Another and good then, then uh, it's classic Rick and Morty fashion. He just extends the dialogue like as the animation of the ramp goes all the way down. It's great. I uh, flip him off. I told them it means peace among worlds. How hilarious is that? So, let's troll. Let's troll the entire species and world I created. But like, like at a fundamental level, this is very flawed like why why are we assuming that this people are going to evolve develop similar societal standards for um like what things are so that this would be the opposite of what they already think how are they even i guess they're speaking the same language through rick rick's language thing right it's only fun it's only funny to rick and that's why it's funny (laughs) like yeah it's it's only funny to rick yeah but then uh Zeep gets like uh, why he did it. Zeep at the end does the peace sign and says, "How hilarious yeah. is this?" I don't know if that one makes sense. Well, I mean, maybe in their culture, it's something that's bad. That's what it's implying, yeah. Yeah. So, why? Why do they develop even the same hand signs? I don't know. <laughs> these are the questions that need to be asked. These are these are important questions. Uh, and why did we develop signs? We don't the, know. the president says, "Fuck you," uh, and Rick gets mad, <laughs> and then. <laughs> He said it told me me it told me it means much much uh, obliged right yes and then the president says blow me and he's like no 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 blow me <laughs> oh great so good uh then we meet uh zeep xanthorpe voiced by stephen colbert which is incredible great good timing on this with colbert's show premiering in like a week that's good uh we, he, so the concept of this, uh, Justin Roiland, the creator, gave a Entertainment Weekly interview last week. And like the concept is just that this is like Rick's matching or someone who finally matches Rick's intelligence. And I actually really like this concept because like you're creating an infinite universe inside of your thing. Then there's bound to be someone who matches you inside this infinite yeah. universe if it's infinite. It's like a good, it's like a very good concept. We never met someone before who challenged Rick intellectually, right? So that's what we're going yeah. for here. Uh, they have like the closest we came to those robot, not the robots. Those whoever's who put them in the simulation, and then Rick still is like, "LOL, you're dumb." Yeah, we have like yeah. We usually just have like higher life form beings, not ones that like could have a similar concept yeah. of intelligence as Rick. Yeah. Uh. We have a they've uh, Rick's giving, which we go through the parade of later. That was that was really great. They have some other stuff, and then they, um, teach, they teach about me in school. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That would happen if there's know, just one alien guy came down. Yeah, uh, the Z the president wants them to show Zeep to show them into the thing. This isn't a <laughs> fucking chocolate factory. I don't have time. <laughs> so that one. doesn't make any sense. How do they have <laughs> Charlie's the chocolate factory? <laughs> In their universe. Maybe there's an alien version of Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Why? No, it doesn't make sense. Why do they have, how are they communicating? How are they the same looking species? Like, read these books and watch these movies here. Who knows? We don't know. That's true. He could have brought them down when he came down. Yeah. Uh, Time more moves more slowly in the thing. Uh, So he could, he, they can, has time to show him off. Usually when we do the time moves more slowly thing, though, it ages the person the same amount um, yeah. as the thing you're in. That's how it worked in um, in uh, Interstellar. <laughs> That's a very important comparison to make, but I, I didn't get the sense that that was what was happening here. No, I don't think so. It seemed like they were aging like the outside world. 
Oh man, you screwed up your physics, Rick and Morty. Come on. Darn it. Your very theoretical physics involving um, layers inside whatever the heck happened in uh, Interstellar. Uh, so, but then, so now Rick, this is the part where Rick comes along to uh, to Morty's way of thinking before slave with extra, extra steps, and then um, Zeep says, "Eek, uh, eek, bar, eek, barbadurkle, you're gonna get laid in college." And Rick says, "Eek, barbadurkle, it's a pretty fucked up ooh la la." So good. Which like makes a lot of I think some of the stuff makes more sense if you're like because initially you're not prepared for them the dialogue to mimic yeah the previous ones you're not trying to memorize it the first time so you miss him saying ooh la la you're gonna get late in college so yeah yeah so it's it, it, maybe this is a good episode to watch I don't know um yeah. it's probably funnier no well not necessarily like some of the things are funnier the first time but the yeah. dialogue definitely usually Rick and Morty is funnier the first time but yeah. uh, you maybe can see more things on rewatch um. But then Rick's plan is to find someone else like it, like Zeep in Zeep's world, uh, so that he can see the hypocrisy of it, like Rick did. And somehow this plan actually makes sense in terms of them getting out yeah. of there. I don't, I don't under this nice crafting by the writers on this. It actually does make sense. Yes. Uh, forcing him to keep to uh, Zeep to say all microverses are bad. Yeah. Um, and then he says, then, then we can get back and we can get ice cream. We can slurp, slurp, slurping it up. The tip of the very typical Rick thing to say yes. in the show. And then uh, Morty's just like, no, no. Yeah. Uh, let's skip all the B plot stuff and continue. And then we'll do the B plot at the end. Um, then we get, uh, Zeep's equivalent in the third level down, which was voiced by Nathan Fielder from Nathan for you. Who's awesome. You should watch that show. And, uh, it's not animated though. And he says, um, uh, then we go. We do all the stuff with him, and eventually, it's like, did you did you create my universe? Is is my universe a miniverse? Uh, and that's and that's the universe where my where I was born, where my father died, where I couldn't make time for his funeral because I was building my universe. That whole thing. Yes, it was so good. Good delivered in Nathan Fielder's monotone. And Kyle, then, the sad. Kyle, scientist. yeah, Kyle, the sad scientist, and then he goes in the ship and kills himself right away. <laughs> Which I, which I was waiting. I was like, he's going to kill himself. I'm just waiting for this to happen. I'm just waiting. That This might have been like the most, uh, the best gag of the episode, I think. Yes. Him just like instantly getting in and then I'm killing himself on the mountain. And of course they're trapped. And then they don't care though. They're just, they care that they're trapped. And then Morty is there like making it worse. Like yeah. he's the reason it happened. Uh, and then, but then Zeke figures it out and he's like, that's what you use my universe for starting your car. And Rick says, don't fly to yourself. There's always triple A, you fucking cocksucker. There you go. <laughs> I think that's what he said. It's sometimes hard to tell the curses over the bleeps of the show, but I, yeah. think, I think he said fucking cocksucker. Um, uh, and Zeep says, I didn't ask to be bored. <laughs> that's great. Thank you, Zeep, for that. Uh, what do you think of them being able to develop technologies from scratch in this new world? I'm not surprised. Like, it would make sense. I kind of like that this is like... We're, this is kind of Rick's. I feel like this is Rick's a display of Rick's intelligence more so than we've seen before, right? Because he's to yeah. start completely over, and he's able to like right away. So that's yeah. like very impressive because we always see him with his gadgets and stuff, and we assume he built them and stuff. But we never actually see him building things like this. And it's even um, they're this, like theoretically these aren't elements that they know if it's a different universe and like 
they're dealing with all sorts of new stuff and they're still able to make things. Yeah. Uh, Zeep says, I hope your God's a big, a big as dick as you. And I, I forget what Rick says, but, um, it's like, yeah, or else I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. More then we get the entire thing with Morty and the tree, but I mean, they fight and then there's a, like a radioactive deer or something. Right. I really enjoyed that. They were like standing like in the mountain, like, launching shit at each other from yeah. across yeah like because i've literally done that with my brother in the hallway like in our rooms like that is such a childish thing to do and it was great it was pretty great uh then he says they only follow the will of, will of the forest says morty as the forest person yeah. and rick says gay and uh Zeep says that is pretty gay <laughs> that was i mean like I don't know where you're on on thinking using gay and like okay, community has a famous usage of uh, gay by uh, Ch- character Chang in there, uh, and he says "ha gay" and it's uh, like obviously we shouldn't use gay as an insult like this, but I still kind of find it funny in these shows. Well, I mean, to the, at this point, like it's a thing. Like there's a meme. It's kind of a meme at this point, yeah. Yeah, and I don't like. I'm personally am not offended at this moment. Um, yeah, it's um, it's. I, it, but it is one of those things that like when it gets in a show like this, I don't necessarily think it's like the worst thing ever. But then people still do use it, and it people like, emulate it. it. Yeah, and it's like yeah. it's like this show knows it's being tongue in cheek, but people who yeah. are emulating it might not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, but I, people look. Because people do say that's gay and like they don't like they don't understand. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, th- I think it was more of a problem when Community did this like five years ago. Um, but now I feel like we're probably past it. Like not in terms of obviously people are still use it, but I feel like yeah. them including it in this uh, is not probably damaging. Like this, like we're to the point where like when it happens in a show like this, it's not demeaning to like to like to the gays. It's um, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously it's not intentional by, uh... Like, it's like, and it's more like they're making fun of, like, the will of the forest. Like, that's what it's making fun of, and it's not like... I don't know. Like, it's still a problematic... It's still, it played straight in this. It's a problematic usage, obviously, because they're using gay yeah. as, like, effeminate or yeah. dumb or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, like, Rick's delivery on it is hilarious. Not but, but also Rick's delivery yeah. on it is hilarious, and uh, having Stephen Colbert say that is pretty gay after... <laughs> <laughs> after rick says that i don't know yeah. i i kind of yeah, do you think like i mean it, the show was satirical and like it's not like this was meant as yeah you can still have satire I, be overall not yeah. beneficial but uh yeah um, we had we had this discussion about um was it mr meeseeks yeah yeah, yeah. that's that it, mr meeseeks episode yeah that yeah, is that's more a of a different issue. that's more of a problem yeah yeah this i'm not like this, this is this is col- this is colloquial language which um is probably not uh the biggest issue anymore yeah. like i do think right. i do think community like community used this uh, five six years ago and it was like hilarious when they did it just um not because of the word but just like every like everything about that scene yeah. like uh and i feel like looking back that may have not been good um i don't think uh, Dan Harmon cares. I'm not convinced he cares, but uh, I, you know, whatever. I'm not going to spend this time holding Dan Harmon accountable. But uh, now um, it's slightly different, I would say. Uh, and I you know separating myself from that completely. I think this was funny. Well, yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought it was funny. Yeah. And like, I would, I would be one who would you would think would be offended, but nope. 
thought that it was note. funny. Thought obviously, funny. we would obviously I would we would prefer that like these this wasn't a joke that this wasn't a thing, but it was funny. It worked. Um, there are definitely like there are definitely worse, and it wasn't it wasn't intended as hurtful. It's just one of those things, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. M- more. Uh, we buried that. Yeah, enough, we buried that. Okay. Uh, Morty uh, leads them to the tree. Bill. He says, "Get us the fuck out of here." They eat. They eat uh, every third baby because they think it makes fruit grow bigger. Um, interesting. I and he says I masturbated to an extra curvy piece of driftwood the other day because it ends up his laptop. Also, really funny. Whenever they seem to have Morty masturbation jokes quite frequently this season. A lot, a lot. <laughs> it's still not as good as, um, like your friend Grace. That is still the best one. <laughs> I was thinking of good. your friend Grace. Yeah, what was the line? Yeah, I, I think that was her name. I was like, yeah, I was thinking about your friend Grace, and then she yeah. runs out screaming. Yeah, it's it's great. But I think this this might be the second best because I do like extra curvy piece of driftwood. It's pretty funny, <laughs> but it's still it, this still isn't the best one. I don't know if we'll be able to top that one. Where it's like I was thinking about your friend Grace. There was another like, line too, though. I fucking hate you or something like preceded. Yeah, that, you know, yeah, it was like that. Um, but now we have Rick and uh, Zeep uh, becoming temporary allies. Rick says I'm an alcoholic. Zeep is an opium addict. You're like high five. High five. <laughs> high five addictions. Yay. Uh, like there is other problematic stuff in this too. Obviously, like taking yeah. addictions lightly and stuff like that. But that's and uh, and I mean and the whole like in the whole like I don't know if it's a trope or what, but making fun of like uh civil like um like in this case it's a um prehistoric civilization, but it's obviously like using examples that are like you know less developed and things like that so like this is a thing that happens a lot in like fiction and in what in what in what context well like that perpetuates like the idea that like a culture is like less oh yeah because oh yeah true yeah even just from like a third world culture being like savage even just because it's not technologically developed oh man this is the scene if if we break the show down this is filled with problematic ideas yeah Yeah. it is yeah which is i wanted to point that out because we just spent so much time talking about the whole gay thing this is much more of it this is a worse issue than yeah that this is a worse issue too and and so is make constant uh making light of alcoholism which is she'll constantly does yeah Yeah, that too so you know we just uh, that's literally what character is. <laughs> it is yeah so you know there's there's societally problematic things if you don't understand that it's a satire yeah there you go okay um as morty is leaving he says you guys are the fucking worst your gods are alive fuck nature fuck the trees that's pretty great and then they leave yeah <laughs> fuck, fuck nature <laughs> how is he able to live with them for months i don't <laughs> know like I... he like became their leader yeah but they don't have leaders they worship nature oh yeah yeah uh they keep focusing on that which really cracks me up because they're like they'll pay each other (laughs) yeah like that was really funny uh then rick and zeep have a race to get out um he rick rapes zeep's multiverse or miniverse or whatever they end up calling it they have this whole thing with that and then uh when they're racing it out, Rick tells Morty to turn into a car because a while ago he <laughs> he implanted him with some sort. Of, I forget what the light is. A chip with nanobots in his bloodstream. Um, it's a chip that like activate the nanobots. Yeah, act- <laughs> yeah. He already put nanobots in his bloodstream too. And he has to think about it, and if he thinks about it hard enough and focuses on it, he can turn into a car. 
and Morty tries to do it, and then never mind. Here's a taxi. Pretty great. <laughs> oh man, oh man. This is, is. I think it might be the most absurd thing that has happened. Really, I, this entire show. That's the most absurd thing. I think that that Morty can turn into a car. Yes. Because the whole idea that his grandfather <laughs> was like, I'm going to put all this stuff in you. So for some reason, I'm going to need you to be able to turn into a car later. It all, but yeah. it also is just like very in character for Rick. Like, I yeah, totally no, buy it. I buy it, too. It's completely in character. But it's like, I can't believe he did this. And then the stinger is like the most. It's like he incredible. wasn't just fucking with him. He actually did it. <laughs> he actually, he can actually turn into a car. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, the pretty I, I don't know, just kind of brilliant writing like never mind here's a taxi just like it's so yeah, good it's like- yeah and then um brick gets there first but then he has to fight uh zeep um he takes off his shirt yeah and then he wins the fight i guess and then they get out and of the there whole school thing, was that really necessary the whole what <laughs> just talking about like you know you've never been to school but i'm a teacher oh yeah myself. the whole school thing i <laughs> I don't know what else about that. Yeah, and then they get they get out of there, and then he Rick is confident that the car started because um, the, either they're gonna have to toss a broken battery or the battery wouldn't be broken. That was like the, this is this is up there with like um, Rick almost killing well Rick trying to kill himself, and when they bury their bodies in the backyard, like this is up there. This is really fucked up, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, it's so it's so there. brilliant, like. Yeah. It's this makes perfect logical sense, and like it totally makes sense that someone who's Rick's intellect would, uh, Rick would expect someone who's his own intellect to come to the same conclusion. Oh, deaf. It's oh, it's man. yeah, real real fucked up is my is what I'm saying. Oh, messed up. Uh, but it's kind of perfectly dark at the end. I would say. Yes, it is. I agree. Uh, and then um, they go to the ice cream shop, and there's flies in my ice cream. <laughs> all ice cream is now for all beings, no matter how many legs. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what he questions it. Yeah. Now we now we have to cover. The yeah. Plot. That was so ice cream, ice cream spider, and uh, the stinger. They Rick is uh, Morty turning into a car, and then he looks sad. <laughs> it's absurd. Okay, let's talk about the B plot. So we already talked about the beginning, but then uh, the police come, and uh, Summer says no, oh. no force, psychological option uh, detected, gestating. And you're like, what? And then the the baby the kid comes out. Oh my god, Hunter! <laughs> that was so. This episode is so fucked up. It's really fucked up. Yeah, that was like, great. The car oh says, no. "All of you have loved ones. All can be returned. All can be taken away." And Summer's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. They all get their car and you like, "No, bah." That scene is brilliant. It's it so is. good. It's yeah. So good. Later, uh, the. If Summer says, if it's melt, melting ghost, more melting ghost babies, no more of that. And then uh, the car says, you are not making this easy. Um, my function is to keep Summer safe, not to, like, keep Summer, like, totally stoked about, like, the general vibe and stuff. That's how, that's how you talk. <laughs> that's you. That's you how you talk. Oh, yeah. my God. I was, I was dying. Like, I loved the car already, but then, like, the car got sassy and I was done. <laughs> that's a very, like stereotypical comedy thing to add after an impression that's you that's how you talk and the car saying it is great so good oh my god it's so sassy it's it is it's it's great uh then the car says uh brokered a peace agreement between the giant spiders and the government 
the president who is I don't know who, who the president is supposed to be Bill Clinton probably uh, so someone like that and telepathic the spiders will no longer use their telepathic abilities to wander make us wander into webs for lighter consumption and uh, no matter how many legs uh, there will be peace uh, not a bad trade for spider peace spider peace yeah oh man and then they, that's that's how, the car yeah leave it alone. <laughs> Oh, How did the ship broker this? I'm not. I'm, I don't. I'm not even gonna question. I buy it. Like I'm. How did it do it from the parking lot? No, that's the best part. Wi-Fi, obviously. Obviously, Wi-Fi. The internet is the answer to everything. So yes, that's the B plot. Yeah. Oh my god. I actually think the B plot is like even stronger than the A plot. The B. Oh, it's so good. And oh, I just, and I just really like the funny. Like no matter how many legs. Like, yeah so good everything about this is perfect like this is the best b-plot like i like this b-plot even better than jerry daycare it's better than jerry daycare yeah which i didn't think was i didn't think i'd ever like i could obviously be like that's better but i don't know if i like it better no i definitely like this better than jerry daycare and i didn't think i'd ever enjoy anything more than jerry daycare it's like definitely better yeah like this is so good overall about the episode after we talked about it you think it's your favorite of the season oh i don't mm, but episode four was so good yeah rough it's rough, a rough call i i i'm all about uh episode four being like i think episode four is just brilliant and this one is like it is. i don't think this is an all-time great but i think it's like very good you know like excellent very good yeah, yeah. well for this this might be one of my all-time favorites yeah i think it's up there right. with the show the show's best so, uh, alan tudyuk by the way was uh the uh police officer i think who's uh <laughs> father of hunter father of hunter oh god oh man this episode so good yes okay uh i don't know any other thoughts on uh the ricks must be crazy overall yeah we were both very high are on we, it are, are we are we in a microverse i think we are in a microverse do we power i hope we power something more impressive than a car battery but it's like the, but if we powered the tardis that'd be cool I'm, yeah oh that'd be cool i'm fine with the tardis yeah maybe. come on that's fine well, okay. the TARDIS is in the car, Dylan. God. Gosh. It's a living uh, spaceship from... Yeah, exactly. From the Time Lord planet. Gosh. You mean Gallifrey? You can't even... It's Gallifrey. <laughs> Look, Doctor's coming back in a few weeks, okay? Like, maybe next week, yeah, maybe? Get, get your shit together. Yeah, I gotta get it um, together by then. I thought it was September 19th. I could uh, be wrong. Okay, it's somewhere around then. Okay, this show is not... This show's off next week, Rick and Morty. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't know why, but it said that at the end of the episode. Uh... But then when it comes back, we get Rick putting his brain into a younger clone of himself and going to high school. Excellent. Great. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited. Great. That's what's coming up. Uh, I'm Dylan Heisen. That's Delaney Stilval. You can find our social media links and everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, you can support our Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Andy, Beatriz, Mitch, Nate, Cordell, and Shayna. Uh, aka Buzz Lightyear, Beatrix Strange, Fever Mitch, Nathan Philly, and Cordy University and Hannah. And um, yeah, we're going to continue podcasting on Rick and Morty when it's back the week after this one. Not sure what we're doing next Monday yet. We'll figure it out. Uh, I, I think. Apologize if you can hear the bells. I cannot hear the bells, but interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, Gravity Falls is also back the week after next. I can check that. So maybe another double Monday. Yeah. I mean, this show actually airs. 
Yeah, it'd so. be a double Monday anyway. Why would it be a double Monday anyway? Well, even if Rick and Morty, like, if, if Rick and Morty aired next Monday, it would still air the Monday after next, so it would be a double Monday anyway. Uh, no, well, not in this case, because uh, I think it is this... What What's next week? Next, Yeah, September 7th is the next Gravity yeah. Falls, so that yeah. is... There's Gravity oh, so Falls next week, but no Rick and Morty. Okay, so it's not a double Monday. No. Okay, cool. So okay. we have something to talk about next Monday. Cool. Mm. That is Labor Day. And yeah, that's why yes, That's is. why Rick and Morty's off, but uh, I guess Disney XD, Disney XD does not care, apparently. Okay. Uh, last thoughts. Remember to message Dylan or me on Tumblr and be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about, Delaney, about The Sims, and being like, yeah. Yeah, I, nobody, yeah nobody's going to do that. Yeah, no. They no, are, literally promise. no one's gonna do that don't literally worry there's gonna be at least one person <laughs> nope <laughs> zero people yep. i can no, tell now you they have to. they're gonna they're gonna do it it's okay no don't do it people okay thank, hey, thanks <laughs> thanks for listening guys we'll see you in two weeks uh and uh see you oh by the way wednesday no please we'll be back wednesday i think we're gonna have a frozen retrospective so that's very similar similar animated fare to uh this this episode you know uh, oh yeah very definitely. similar okay thanks <laughs> thanks for listening guys see you next time bye bye